In this show, we're going to focus on boldness, which is one of my favorite subjects. We're going to give you the tools and we're going to show you how to apply boldness when the going gets tough. Today, we have a special guest, Charlie the Spaniard Brenneman. This guy is a warrior. He went from being a Spanish teacher to a top contender in the UFC. Get ready to learn how to take life head on and never pull any punches. Stand by. Welcome to the Man of War podcast, where we forge men into warriors and get them battle ready for the game of life. Learn warrior hacks that strengthen your mindset, self-confidence, courage, and personal protection skills. Unlock a life that embodies a warrior spirit for dynamic success in life and in business. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to the one and only podcast that empowers you to achieve greatness by living the warrior lifestyle. Each show, we interview elite men from around the globe and delve deep into their mindset and daily rituals, uncovering their secrets to success. I'm Rafa Conde, founder and creator of the Man of War movement. Join me on this life-altering journey where we recharge your mind, body, and spirit. Gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. A quick order of business here. First off, I want to say Thank you so much for the overwhelming support. Uh, we are on the uh, iTunes new and noteworthy section now. We have definitely grown here, uh, I want to say 20 or 30 times faster than I would have ever expected. So once again, thank you so much. Continue sharing um, our movement here. Uh, please stop by uh, manofwar.live and also at warriorbreed.co. Let's continue pushing this movement forward and getting together warrior-minded men like us. We need this. This country needs us. All right, guys. Thank you very much again, and here we go with the show. Hey, Charlie, welcome to the show. Great to have you on board, buddy. My pleasure, man. Based on our kind of pre-talk, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get this started. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. Why don't you let our listeners know who you are and what you're about? Who am I? I'm a, a guy who used to be a junior high Spanish teacher who became a UFC fighter. And currently, I'm a guy who teaches everything I learned along the way and the things that I'm currently learning. There you go. There you go. So tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, basically, you started off as a, I guess, a, a Spanish teacher. Is that what it was? Yeah, well, actually, I mean, to go way back, I started out as a wrestler. So, you know, 99%, 99% of who I am it comes from my parents in the sport of wrestling. And, uh, yeah, I took that all through, you know, high school into college. Following college, I thought, you know, this is this is it. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm done competing. I'm going to become a Spanish teacher. And then uh, I was comfortably settled into Spanish teaching for um, three, well, three years, about a year until I started to sense some unrest. And then I kind of went out on a whim and, and had this little thing in my gut saying, pursue the UFC. And uh, back in 2007, I put the plan in motion to make that happen. So you thought about it, you acted on it, you said, let's do it. And there you were. You know, it was a, a weird, it was a weird thing because, yeah, I mean, what you said, it is, it is as simple as what you just said. I had an idea, I did something about it. And then boom, the next thing I know, I'm fighting in my first UFC fight down in North Carolina, but it was like, there was so much along the way. So while it is that simple, it's like, man, when you break down that simplicity, it becomes very complex. But I think that complexity is kind of what, what prevents people from getting started in the first place. I was, maybe I was dumb. Maybe I was naive. Maybe I was blind. I don't know what I was, but whatever I was, it sure as heck helped the process. Cause if I would have 
considered or pontificated about the things that were to come, I probably would still be teaching Spanish in that classroom. Um, but, you know, getting to that point, being with those guys, not just being with those guys, just, just fighting them, one, believing, but not just being with them, not just fighting them, but believing, hey, I'm going to beat this guy up. That's a pretty liberating feeling. What was the turning point in your life that you decided to say, hey, you know what, I want to go now and I want to become a UFC fighter? Was it a challenge or was it, or was it just something in you that said, hey, I just, I got to do that. I got to step it up to that next level. I think more so the challenge resonates. So, you know, I, I had competed. I was a hardcore wrestler my entire life. And for anyone who doesn't wrestle, it's, it's a, uh, man, it's a tough, it's a tough lifestyle. It's, in my opinion, the toughest lifestyle. And, and when I got done with that, you know, when I was teaching, it was that challenge that you spoke of. I, I didn't have it in anything, really. I was comfortably employed. I was, and I, I wasn't gaining weight that much, but I was just whatever. I wasn't training. I was eating whatever I wanted, drinking whatever I wanted. And I missed a challenge. And then, uh, uh, the, the, the moment came, I saw a friend of mine, Frankie Edgar, with whom I wrestled in college, wrestled, you know, opposing schools. I saw him sign to the UFC and it was like, boom, wait a minute. If he does that, I could do that. And then from that point forward, it was, it was full blaze. That's what I'm going to pursue. So it wasn't fighting at all. I, I don't love fighting. I never did love fighting. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of fighting. But what I loved was a challenge. What I loved was a pursuit. What I was good at was wrestling. And wrestling lended hand to fighting. So from that day forward, I, I figured, hey, I'm going to learn how to be a fighter. Very cool. Very cool. So you acted on that end. But I'm sure the ride there, you know, the discipline, the diet, the training. I mean, you had to have a tremendous mindset to stay focused, uh, you know, working yourself to the top. Yeah. And it's a, so if you think of a, a pie, right? So a, a pie graph, a pie chart, you know, a lot of people talk about just focusing on one thing, right? So for me, that, that, that one focus was the UFC. So at the top of that pie chart, put UFC up top. And it was like everything I did in my life in that time period contributed to that top level goal of UFC, whether it was anything. I mean, the friends I kept, the places I traveled, the routines I had, the diet, the, the work, the I mean, everything. It was 100 percent focus to the UFC. There were maybe a thousand little things within that pie. But at that time, really, that's the only thing that, that my mind was focused on. Right. So today our, our focus for this show is going to be boldness. And Charlie is a man to speak about that. So I want to kind of get into what boldness is and how you define that, how you bring it to your clients to show them, hey, you can do it. You can step up and get to that next level. I think a, 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 a giant first thing is, so, you know, what is boldness to me? Boldness is being confident in who you are. Confidence, confidence, it all, it boils down to confidence because I would venture to say the stresses that we have, the, the inhibitions that we have, the fears that we have, it boils down to lack of confidence, lack of belief in yourself. And I battled with that my entire life. And what I realized was when I, the, the, the most telling complete, like if you want an answer to this is, you know, how in the world could I, you know, being a, barely 170 pounder look across the ring at anthony johnson who's current who currently probably weighs 230 or 40 pounds and think i can beat that guy up like what right do i have what who, who in god's name would think that right i did why because i could look at him and i could think i outworked you i outtrained you i earned this more than you whether it was true whether it wasn't true didn't matter but it was a fact that i believed it 
And so when, when, when anyone, when anyone who listens to my podcast or anything I do, it's, it's, it's that answer, right? So do you lack confidence? Yes. Well, can you lock, look across the, the hall, the room, the class, the, the street, the whatever, and know in your gut that you've worked hard and outprepared that person? 99.9% of people are going to say, no, I can't. And then that puts them in an uncomfortable state. So, you know, part of, part of the, the medicine that I would feed as well is awareness, self-awareness. Like get real with who you are and what you want. If you tell me, man, I want to lose weight. Okay. Well, you're going to happy art. Yeah. Well, you don't really want to lose weight. Uh, do you, I want to make more money. Why well, are you doing anything different? No. Well, then you really don't want to make money. People are uncomfortable with that. So I, I do my best to politely put them in front of all that uh, BS, for lack of a better Amen, word. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. It's all about action. I mean, it's, you know, the way you are, the way you act is based on action. Why? Because guess what? I mean, just like you said, it. I mean, you got people talking out there and saying, yeah, I want to do this. This is my goal. But they don't do shit about it. And that's just, that is absolutely. Nothing. So tell me what motivates you and what inspires you. Um, You know, that's a really good question. So I, I, I think at the base, you know, I talk a lot about values. One, my top value is pride. Um, pride in who I am, pride in where I come from, pride in the family that raised me, pride in the family that I've created with my wife, pride in my work, pride in, in you know, leaving a dent, leaving a, a legacy on this earth. I heard a quote yesterday my buddy sent to me that said you die twice, once when you're actually heart stops beating. And once the last time anyone on earth mentions your name. So that, that drive to, to never die, I guess, to live on in eternity to, for that name, that impression, that dent to carry on forever is, is not to sound too sappy and deep, but that's really what drives me. So you're big into leaving a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, at pride, like I want my daughter to sit in kindergarten and, and the teacher to say, Gracie Brenneman is, is Charlie Brenneman, your dad. Like that's what I live for. I don't know. You, I don't know what you call it, but yeah, I want to make a d- giant impact and have her leave that impact and her kids leave that impact, et cetera. Yes. Very, very, very well stated. So who was your mentor growing up? I mean, my, my, my parents were my shoulder to cry on. I, I, you know, I was a, a solid athlete. I was an all state athlete at a young age and I was a straight A student and that set me apart. Um, you know, I didn't really quite fit in with the jocks who would generally go out and party and smoke and drink. I certainly didn't fit in with the nerds who would get straight A's and never go out. So I was kind of in this weird space. And so my parents really, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're my shoulder of crying, literally. Uh, my, my dad, my mom, completely middle class, but they did everything they could to afford us every everything. I say us, myself, and my three siblings, to afford us everything they could. I mean, my, my, my I wrote this in my book, but my mom one time said, I shop at Kmart so you can shop at The Gap. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that, that, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's. I mean, that, 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 I think that, you know, and that, that pretty much says it all. All right. So when we talk about boldness and you talk, you know, you aligned it with self-confidence, um, tell me a little bit about how you go about pushing it, driving it into say a new client that walks in the door or someone you speak to or a group you're speaking to. Talk to me about that. How do you get that, the boldness 
out of individuals that are lacking it. Yeah, like I said before, awareness is a big thing. You know, the awareness of, okay, you want to be confident, but are you putting in the work to become confident? And that that's done by, through conversation, by asking uncomfortable questions. Um, another thing, kind of the primary thing that then has funnels off of it is this idea of surrounding yourself with the best. So if, if, if you want to have the confidence to, I don't know, walk down the street, uh, you're a kid in school, you want to have the confidence to walk down the hall with your head held high, right? How are you going to get that done? Well, you got to surround yourself with the best. What does that mean? That means you got to read books about people who are confident, who live confident lives, who overcame uh, a lack of self-confidence. That, that That's one way. Two, you have to listen to, I mean, nowadays podcasts. You listen to podcasts and interviews and free content about people who do that same thing. Another thing is you actually have to put yourself around those people, right? Go to a coach, go to a teacher in a school. If you're a kid and you lack self-confidence and you're teetering on this, this battle of self-worth, go to any teacher that you can, not even you can, go to any teacher in the school and say, I need help developing confidence. Can you help me? Just the mere conversation, just the interaction, just hearing their own, that you as a student, you as a human being, hearing someone else's story of, hey, I battle with that too. Wow, we have something in common. Just that connection right there elevates your level of confidence in yourself because you realize it's not just the other person. It's, it's not just me. It's the other person. It's everyone around us. But a lot of it lies in that idea of surrounding yourself with the best. So you think the people that you hang out with, the people that you speak to, the people that you live with, daily interactions with, I mean, this is uh, th that can actually have an impact on your self-confidence and your overall view of yourself. Not only can it, it is a direct correlation. Yes, you, you're, you're, I didn't create it, but uh, Jim Rohn saying that you're the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I mean, consider it. Wh whomever, wh whoever you are listening to this, write down the five people you spend the most time with, write down their characteristics, and then match their characteristics to your characteristics. Your good things, your bad things, etc. And I'd, I'd I'd lay a hefty bet that you're going to see a very similar correlation. How interlinked do you think self confidence is with optimum performance? Meaning, you know, how do you link self confidence to somebody reaching and attaining that second level, as we call it, that high optimum performance level? You know, I, I'm going to offer a, a not what I I thought I was going to offer whenever you asked that question. So I, I honestly, I, what I was forced to do because I couldn't, you know, so someone out there battling depression, okay, non-clinical depression. So someone who just feels whatever, who feels bad and they say, well, I, I can't, I can't just do it, Charlie. I can't, it's not that easy. Okay. I understand that. I battled with that lack of self-confidence competing my entire life. I would be good, but not great. The reason I wasn't great is because I didn't believe I was great. So what I had to do is I had to remove my mind, remove my brain from the equation. Okay, uh, self-doubt, brain, I'm going to actually put you on the shelf here. I, the, the, the body, the human being, I'm going to go train. And I'm going to train harder than anyone else there is. And I'm not going to talk to you, mind, until after the competition is over. So it's almost like if you're battling with that self-confidence, put it on the shelf. Forget about it. Don't even worry about it. Don't even proclaim I'm confident. Just do the stinking work and work harder than everyone else. And that's going to give you whatever your genetic potential is, that's where you're going to find it. Very cool. Very cool. What I notice here, I don't know if you're with me on this, but society in general, 
at least over the last 10 years, I've noticed a tremendous lack of self-confidence, specifically in men. And this is, you know, where I developed my company, Man of War, and then Warrior Breed, which is, you know, our focus is specifically to forge men into warriors. But what I really noticed was a lack of self-confidence. And, you know, you can translate it into what you call boldness. So my question here, and this is something very, very specific. Why do you think that self-confidence nowadays, it's so low. Hey guys, let's break for a quick moment. I just want to remind you to join our brotherhood at manofwar.live. Go there, sign up for our newsletter, and we'll send you an immediate free gift, the guide called Seven Steps to the Making of a Modern Day Warrior. Now listen up, if you've decided that living the warrior lifestyle is for you and you want to take it up to that next level and start walking the warrior's path, boy, we have something very special for you. Now we just rolled out the Warrior Development Program. This is a virtual online training program that will give you the step-by-step framework to transform you into a modern day warrior. I want you to stop by warriorbreed.co and check it out. Now back to the program. That's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty loaded question, but I'll, I'll, uh, just, just speak extemporaneously, um, because we're, we're questioned in everything we do. Every, everything is questioned. Um, I mean, you can't, you, we, we, as a society, we have every opportunity to offer our input, right? And 99.9 of us who offer our input shouldn't be offering our input in the first place. So, so if you put out a post, right, or if you make a statement, our our default is is that I mean our, our reality is this could be recorded this could be taken out of context this could be shared with this person like nothing's sacred nothing's private so we walk around with this kind of impending am I going to say something that's going to kind of like screw me in the long run so that puts us in a defensive state and when you're in a defensive state I mean UFC fight or life when you're in that defensive state it, it's not a good place to be and that makes you I think question the things that you say the things that you can do when you question that means you're not confident so maybe that's a simplified version of it when you were in the ring with these fighters in the ufc were was there ever a time where you were lacking self-confidence at one point or another when i did <laughs> the result was not good um there i don't i don't think um let me think of this so was there ever time where it's like self-confidence not really. I mean, there's times during a fight where you're very real, where you say to yourself, I'm tired, or you say to yourself, ah, this is a tough position. But I don't know that that, I, no, I don't think so, no. Because lacking self-confidence would be when you think I'm going to lose. And I never thought that I was going to lose. So you had a strong mindset all the way across. I mean, no matter what, sometimes our self-confidence, of course, is, you know, not at the optimum level, but you're there and then your mindset takes over and gets you through. So tell me a little bit about your focus and your determination during some of these fights. Um, Tell me a little bit about your mindset, how you went into these fights and then how you gained knowledge that you can transmit today during those fights? When, when I was at my best, it, it was, you know, this was kind of a catch 22. So I, I read a lot and I just read Vincent Barty's book and, you know, I read, I read every, you know, uh, successful people, I read their books. And what I learned 
with with myself was that I operate best and that this this changes for people. You know, I operate my best when I turn off my brain and I act on instinct. It's like good, bad or ugly. That's it. The reference to Lombardi. I mean, there were there were parts of his personal life that were less than stellar. Right. Good, bad or ugly. He is what he is. As a fighter, I was what I was when I thought when you asked me that question about confidence, I kind of stuttered because I was thinking, all right, well, there was this instance, but it wasn't confidence. It was my like cognitive brain taking over my instincts. And when my cognitive brain took over my instincts, that is when I reacted not to my best. Um, so what I learned, what you can apply is that just a, a simple extraction from that is my philosophy. I'm going to work as hard as I stinking can. I'm going to do everything I can to believe that I'm the best. And then I'm going to trust my gut and I'm going to do what feels right to do at that moment. So you go by your gut and by that instinct, but that instinct and many times, I'm sure that many times it's been developed many times over and over again, where you just have a sense awareness of your body, your mind, and your spirit, uh, that many others, you know, I, that are not at your level haven't achieved. Let's talk a little bit about how to get to your level, your level of mindset, your level of self-confidence, boldness. You know, it's funny when, when you ask that because I, I try to pro pro uh, provide a very real uh, picture of me. I mean, if, if you would ask my wife or my brother to, to answer that question, they might say, Charlie's just like the average person because they see me at, at my lowest, right? They see me at my, um, my near defeat or my post defeat, but really it's, 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 it's all relative. And it's like what I, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I have mastered my mindset. All I know is that I do what I do. I did what I did. I'm constantly learning to do more. And I want to share that with you. So I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I have a master of my mindset, um, but I'm like hell bent on trying to master it and trying to figure it out. At least you have the discipline and the desire and the push to continue searching for it, to, you know, to continue stepping yeah. up to that second level, which is, which is huge. I mean, look, the bottom line when everything is said and done is, you know, we can sit here and talk all day long, but if you don't act, and you don't put actions in the forefront, you're not going to get anything accomplished. Not at all. So tell me a little bit about who Charlie is daily. In other words, give me a little, give me an input of what your day to, how do you hone your skills? How do you hone your mindset? Give me a little bit about what goes on throughout our normal day here. So our listeners, we call these, by the way, warrior hacks. Warrior hacks to us are little things that we can maybe implement and use uh to better ourselves um the the it's not pretty so you, so, so you hear people say you know success is dirty or you know I, i'm a big fan of gary vaynerchuk marketer it talks about being in the dirt and then being in the clouds like it it's it's not pretty at all my alarm is set for 5 15 or earlier six days a week um i get up i i read for i don't know 30 to 60 minutes and then i make a a, a lesson plan i'm, I'm also realizing I think I'm more OCD than 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 I've ever been uh, but I, I make a lesson plan and then I record a podcast episode every day Monday through Friday then I publish it then I post it to every every social media 
uh, platform that I have. And then I come upstairs and then my family kind of wakes up at that time. So that's already two hours, two plus hours into the day that, that I've been working when most people are sleeping. And then I do what a normal person does, but, but pretty much all of my energy now, right? My energy before was UFC. My energy now is spreading this message of boldness, whether it's via speaking on a stage, whether it's recording on my podcast, whether it's doing a live stream, a social media post, any sort of inspiration I can give out to people. My, my day is spent building energy around this message that I'm, that I'm uh, creating and building. That's awesome. So that is your, your main focus. That is your drive. That is what you wake up to. And, uh, you know, you have it structured where you wake up early in the morning and, you know, you're doing your things and then you're, you're completely. Do you take any time to meditate and reflect? Well, before I answer that question, talking about the warrior hacks two you know, like cut and dry things your listeners can do is every day. And when I say every day, maybe I should say six days a week. Maybe I should say 80 percent of the time I'm going to generalize and say every day I, I try to push my mind and push my body. So push my body. That doesn't just mean lifting. Right. That means lifting or doing something to the point where I feel like I'm going to die. And that's a mindset that that mindset that pushing myself to that limit physically makes me feel good as a human being. Right. It's what I well, did my entire life. Well, th it's funny you say that, because <clears throat> as I do these podcasts, the more things, you know, little elements that people take and that all these warrior minded individuals have one thing in common is pushing their bodies and their mind past that breaking point and kind of zoning into the pain. And uh, it's almost like it, it's every single person says that. Yeah. And uh, th that that to me is fascinating. And the, the second hack for you to do daily is to push your mind. So not just through the physical, right? Not just through the physical exertion, but I mean, learn, stretch your mind, learn. Part of my you know, my podcast, Spaniard 101, is designed, I have a daily series called AM Excellence, where I'm, I'm learning every day. I said I'm reading, and then I'm teaching you. So you're going to leave that episode, and you're going to think, dang, I never knew that about Vince Lombardi. I never knew that about Viktor Frankl, who uh, lived through the Holocaust. I never knew that about um, Gary Vaynerchuk. I never, it, it's going to stretch your mind, and it's going to get you out of that routine, right? Your listeners, my listeners, they're in a routine that they want to try to break, they want to they want to develop the confidence. They want to not settle for less than the best and creating that content for myself and then teaching it to others on a daily basis is a way to do that. Oh, that's uh, that's some good stuff. Now, let's talk a little bit about your book. Uh, I believe the name of it is Driven. Driven, my unlikely journey from classroom to cage. And I, I, I never planned on being an author. And when I wrote a book, I never planned on being a multi-book author. And both of them, I, I feel like, well, the one has already not come true. You know, I, I did write a book, and I feel like I'll write more books. This book, Driven My Unlikely Journey from Classroom to Cage, is simply a, a chronicle, and autobiography of my life and career. I was a Spanish teacher who one day said, I want to fight in the UFC. At one point, I was ranked number seven in the world. So... <laughs> You know, in sales and business, what's the value prop? There is no value prop. If you think that's a neat story, you're going to love to read this book. And there's a lot you can get out of it because it's motivating and inspiring in many aspects and could take the average individual uh, going from, you know, we talked about a nine to five job and uh, into 
taking them to the next level. And this is where you succeed. You push these individuals to that next level and you do your best out there to be real, which is very difficult. Nowadays, there's many coaches out there that, uh, you know, their claim to fame is a lot of talking, but unfortunately, they don't have the experience that you did. So give me an example here. You have somebody come in to you, a client, or you have a group that you're speaking to. What is the first thing right off the gates that you're going to tell them to improve their life and to step up and get a little bit more self-confidence? That first thing. You know, what I try to offer is a, is a kind of a structure for thinking or, or, or an outline to, to kind of shape your mindset. And I, I, what I did when I finished fighting, or dur- actually during fighting, sorry about my dog there. Um, when I finished fighting, I had looked to all the notes that I had taken over the years. And I, I boiled everything, my thoughts, my examples, my quotes into five what I call elements of excellence. And they are vision, values, success, accountability, and surroundings. So when I do a, a formal keynote or when I do run my course or when I do workshops, it revolves around those five elements of excellence. So the first thing I would say to the person, the first part of that formal talk is getting clear on their vision and where exactly they want to go in their life. Typically, what I like to do is at the end of the uh, podcast, I want you to give advice to our listeners that want to learn to live a warrior life. What type of advice would you give them? I would give them the, the, the exact advice <clears throat> I give people I work with directly. Identify your vision. Identify your values. Define exactly what success means to you. Understand that you've got to be accountable for everything you do and surround yourself with the best. When you have all those things firmly written down, <clears throat> note card, notebook, piece of paper, whatever, fold it, put it in your wallet. Anytime you experience any sort of doubt, refer to those. Those are the things that are going to say, all right, I got this under control. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know what success means to me. This is on me and I'm going out into the world. It's kind of like those are my those are my uh, support system. So identify those five things. That's step number one. Very, very cool. Very cool stuff. Charlie, how can our listeners reach you? I am fully accessible. Um, oftentimes too much. I, I spend a lot of time online interacting, but charliespaniard.com is my website. My social media handles is Charlie Spaniard across all social media that I have. And I, I provide a podcast as well. And I, I do interviews. I do long conversations, but my, my pride and joy is a series on my podcast called AM Excellence, AMX. And it's a, it's eight minutes or less every Monday through Friday. Like I said, I'm consuming and learning information I mean, the last several books I read, I read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I read Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Bill Walsh's book, Urban Meyer's book, um, uh, Pencils of Promise about this 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 global not uh, ch- charity organization. I'm reading all this stuff, consuming it, putting it together in lessons for you in eight minutes or less every single day. You can find that at charliespanyard.com or search me out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spaniard 101. Very, very cool. Well, Charlie, we hope to have you back. It was a pleasure, man. It was some good stuff, some good information that we got from you here. And uh, stay safe, my brother. I appreciate it. I'm glad I can help the cause. Gentlemen, thank you for spending time with us. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so you can continue receiving your weekly motivation and framework to living the warrior lifestyle. 
Also, visit us at manofwar.live and subscribe to our newsletter. If you enjoy this podcast and you know other warrior-minded men that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. This is the way we grow our brotherhood of select men. Last but not least, check out the Warrior Development Online Training Program where the Brotherhood of Warrior-Minded Men continues to grow daily at warriorbreed.co. And finally, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Man of War Movement. Look forward to having each and every one of you back on our next podcast. Until next time, remember, your journey may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your next battle may be your greatest victory. Stay safe, brothers.